You are listening to the Whitby Christian Students Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I'm sure you're all grateful that we have Mr. Lincoln being our podcast introduction much better than the one I ever gave. <laughs> For those of you who maybe have new and never have heard that, uh, go listen to our first like three podcasts. Mm-hmm. Just the introduction, the first eight seconds will really give you a good window <laughs> into uh, the quality. We have Wait, glowed up. We've come so far. Then. Did Lincoln make that? Uh, yes, he was um, encouraged <laughs> no, he was um, to do that. That's what he says, but I don't believe him. Nobody just does that for fun. Anyways, it's great. Much better than ours, That what, what we had. Okay. So shout out to Lincoln. Um, we just do shout outs here a lot. To people probably that will never hear the McCaitlins, we shut it out a lot. So there they are. They've been in every episode that you've been on. So yeah. Anyways, we're getting way off of where we (laughs) normally go. Okay. We need to do an introduction. Oh right. Right. So um, for those of you who don't recognize that voice, we have another one of our amazing student leaders with us today, uh, Nalia Jean Baptiste. I'm just kidding. She's not French, um, but Nalia is here with us today. And uh, and Chantel's with us as usual. I was related to people I wasn't. Oh my god! I will never let that go. Uh, anyways, Nalia, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I'm tell glad. tell the fans a bit about yourself. Um, Who is Nalia? Um, well, my name is Nalia, <laughs> and I love that name. Oh, I love I've name. never heard anybody actually, with it. It's yeah. actually from Survivor, the, the third place winner in 2003. Her name is Nalia, but she spells it really like weird. So my mom worked out spellings wow. like she had like a paper and her friends were working on it with her because mm-hmm. she didn't like the way it was spelled but she liked her name that's really cool she's cool. like this blonde lady i just googled what your name means what does it mean uh well <laughs> according to <laughs> names.org uh it means longest river nile <laughs> it's from african or latin descent uh nice. which is kind of interesting i'm not african so uh nalia tell us a bit about yourself apart from your name Okay. Um, what do you do? What do you like to do? Who are you? Okay. Tell us all the things. Well, I obviously volunteer here mm-hmm. for like a long time. Yes. I went to this church since I was like six years old. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then I left for a little while and then I came back and I acted like I didn't know Kristen when she was here <laughs> and she was like going around telling all the leaders that she knows me. So I came back one week and they were like, oh, so you know Kristen? And I was like, no, that's embarrassing. Wait, why? I don't get. Wait, why did you <laughs> yeah, say why, no? Why is that also embarrassing? It just was like I was new and I didn't want to explain why I left and I didn't want to explain. Uh, I just uh, didn't want to go back there. Hey, that's oh, alright. Okay. So, yeah, like I was new to the youth group. I wasn't new to the church. So. Yeah. Right. What? This is grade nine when you? Yeah. yeah. Grade nine. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Hey, we did something like that. We went to a Baptist church for like the first four years of my life, but my parents were always at a Pentecostal church. They just had a rough four years. So my parents were like, hey, yeah. we're just going to leave. And then we came back. <laughs> and it all worked out. Worked what out. else do you do? Do you work? Um, No, but I'm applying for a lot of jobs because I would cool. like to move out in September. I had a job. No way. Wow, good for you. Yeah. I had a job. Right. At the Chicken Shack. Yeah, the Chicken Shack. Whatever happened to that place? They literally, I would text them every week. 
and they would just ghost me. They ghosted me. They didn't even say you're fired. Like I would have just like oh to tell them gosh. that we would like to let you go or something like that. But wow. they just ghosted me. And then I spoke to like Tina because Tina got me the job. I yeah. spoke to her a few months later and she goes, Nalia, I would consider yourself unemployed. And I was oh like, oh. <laughs> I love Tina. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that sounds exactly like something she would say to you, yeah, like yeah. almost word for word. Yeah. She was like, Nalia, I would consider yourself unemployed. I was like, true. Oh goodness. It wasn't like I wasn't applying for other jobs while I was working there because literally it felt like slavery working there i'm not even kidding for the price they're paying me and what i was doing <laughs> cooking chicken literally yes Chantel, did you ever work at a fast food restaurant yeah don't. mcdonald's don't well mr don't sub and it. little caesars oh true you worked at little caesars oh. yeah, i couldn't I do that i, I would wow i'd be so fat no, no no i love little caesars <laughs> but that's the problem is that i love it so much i would eat it every day I if i had the opportunity to a point where i was eating like biscuits every day <laughs> How do you get fired Sorry. from Little Caesars? <laughs> because well, I was. How do you they get fired from Popeyes? Because I was. Who got fired from Popeyes? Well, they oh, didn't tell me. They just ghosted yeah. me. Yeah, she's still technically employed. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm considering myself unemployed. Yeah. No. So I'd. I want to hear the story. I, they told me because I was too nervous all the time. Oh my gosh! Oh. <laughs> really? Yeah. You That's not gonna sue. help you at that. You yeah. could, oh you could no. Sue. You could sue. Hey, I tried doing that one time. It was a stressful job. It was my first job, and they trained me for a day, and then they put me on the front desk by myself. Oh, front desk. Yeah. That's, like, stressful, though. And I got fired, yeah. Shoot. Dang. No, you actually could have sued. Today I was learning in my business leadership class um, that you can sue for... You can sue for wrongful termination. Okay, here's Whoa. the deal though. Yeah. There's parameters on that because yeah, I actually I tried. I got fired when morning. I had my condition, my concussion, oh. but oh, you I couldn't. Sued so hard. Why? I did tried. You not? The lawyer said I couldn't. He said it because it was no, part time work. Wanna, they just didn't want to try hard. It enough. was part time contract work. No. And there honestly, was no reward they, for it. Honestly, they just didn't want to try hard enough. Like I literally learned this this morning, um, in class. Um, my business leadership class also uh, counts as a college credit. So, which is cool. I'm literally Ooh. enrolled in Durham College right that's now. That's so cool. And so, that's kind of fun and fresh for me. Hmm. Fun and fresh. You got to I save like yourself that. a whole credit when you go to university. Yeah, I know. Speaking of, what are your plans for next year? Um. Well, I got accepted into literally everywhere and I don't really know where to go. Yes, where? Dope. Um, where did you I got accepted into tell Western. Tell the fans. Okay, I'll tell the fans. <laughs> I got accepted into Western, Huron, UFT, Ottawa U, and Carleton. Huron? Like, so at Western, they have, like, sub-schools, and Huron is one of them. She must be wow. smart. Wow, I knew about Kings, but I didn't know she about Huron. She must be real smart. Wow. Yeah, so... Is that an, an elite school? I'm I actually going to Google it as you're talking. I so. don't know if it's... Actually, I'm not going to... If they ever hear this and I say I don't know if it's an elite school, it's not going to work out. So, um, great school. So, um, what one do you want to go to? I'm leaning towards Carleton. Uh, it's between Ottawa and Carleton right now because I need to figure out which one is offering me more money. Wait, oh, so you okay. want to go to Ottawa either I, way? I just, yeah, I just want to move to Ottawa. I want to rent an apartment. I don't want to live on residence, but I want to move out and have that experience and s- and save money. So that's what I thought of. Wow. Yeah. So I tried looking for a lot of roommates with my cousins who live there, and they're just like, yeah, no, like everything, it just like failed. So it looks mm. like I'm living on my own, which is fine. Um, I'll probably get that cool Amazon lock that is on like TikTok. And that's supposed to like help women when they live on their uh, own. <laughs> that one you shove in the door. It. It's like yeah. a door wedge, basically. Honestly, looks kind of le- it looks legit. So looks legit. So I pray nice. that I can be blessed with a summer job. 
so I could make the money to pay rent at least because yeah. what my parents and I were talking about is like maybe they buy out like a condo and then they're my landlord. So that seems That'd be pretty dope. a little bit, um, that seems a little bit easier. So hey, if your parents are looking, I have a friend who's a realtor. So if anyone ever uh, wants to move to Ottawa, I'm going to do a quick plug here. His name is Jeremy Hughes. Check him out. He's in my friends list. You can go on Facebook. For those who don't have Facebook, type it in. Jeremy Hughes, realtor. He's amazing. You won't find anybody better. Well, you might, but I don't know anybody better in Ottawa. So <laughs> I mean, I, we were also thinking about that too, honestly. But yeah, um, if I work during the summer and I work like, I don't know, like 30 hour weeks i'll have at least enough for the first like few months rent while i'm looking for a job over there yeah which i don't think will be a problem for me because one of my cousins worked at metro my other cousin works at mcdonald's two of my cousins work in uh like retirement homes like i have a lot of references i can plug wow it's so exciting are you excited like you excited. seem you seem really excited my parents keep it. telling me i'm not gonna leave but i <laughs> i think they just Do it. are trying to make me feel bad so i can you're also the first child to leave right like that's yeah, always the hardest yeah <laughs> my parents didn't want me to move out either and i was like oh my mom cried high. every time i only live 40 minutes away from our house because <laughs> i went to redeemer and i was in woodstock or we lived in woodstock and i went to school in hamilton which is 45 minute drive but every time my mom would cry so I was the only boy. We just had, My you know, lives, yeah. mama's boy. From her mom. <laughs> it's different. It's different when you're grown up, but it's like when it first happens and you're like, that's always the hard thing, right? There was no tears. And that's what my mom told me. She said there was no tears when she left. Well, oh. <laughs> my mom. Anyways, how are you, Chantel? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good. Yeah. I'm really sore right now because I, I did a workout yesterday. Ooh. That's so true. It's hard to walk I right now. I had my last young adults meeting gathering mm, last yeah. night. Mm-hmm. So that will give you a date on when we're recording this. <coughs> oh. Yeah, so it was yeah. good. We had a good time. It was good. We, we were out. on there for over two hours, which was, it was, I found it fun. I was yeah. losing it at the end. I was getting a little bit silly. Cause I yeah, we had like to cut Chantel off. Cause Why? I was like, <laughs> I said to mute her. <laughs> he just muted me because I I don't know. Oh, because I started. You know what I started doing? I started copying everything he was saying, like Jacob was saying, and I started writing it in the chat. I just that's copy, how it started. Copying him. I'm just like everything he'd say, just write it, put it in the chat, just to like be silly. I don't think I've seen anyone troll Jacob except for me. So that's. But that's it, funny. it's funny to troll him. He kind of just like it is blocks really you. No one you else has. <laughs> no one else has tried it because I'm just. I've been openly openly doing it for like two years yeah. now. So. Obviously, y'all have never spent some time with Julia. <laughs> I've told Not her that she too. mocks me, but <laughs> no. she definitely does. Oh, like, yeah. there's definitely moments where. She used to make fun of me. No, but Julia's so easy to mock, though. I'm yeah, I've told so, her, and she, so she, she hit me cut, one time. I have nothing bad to say about Julia. She's my favorite person. <laughs> well, she should be, but um, <laughs> nothing bad to say. I just, it's so easy to mock Julia. It's so funny. It's She's so fun. It's so, so funny. like at first She's she won't so get it. She'll be like, "What?" And then like she'll catch on eventually. Yeah, yeah. And then she's yeah. like, "Well, I can't do anything about it." So. <laughs> I got caught yesterday. We were going through Facebook trying to find photos like we did with you when you got here from when we were we. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is a great time because Julia had left our meeting temporarily. And I was like, oh, this is yeah. a great time. And Julia goes, I'm still here. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, like anyways, we're still going to show you the photos. Yeah. So we had a good time. No, it's, it was it's good. So it's good. funny to troll her. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. She's it, a funny person. It mm-hmm. literally is. It's, I've been saying so good for the past few years. It's not even funny so good it is so good it is so good oh 
because she says that. Yeah. And yeah. I started, at first I did it like quietly and then I just got louder and louder. And then eventually one day she literally stood up on the stage and she called me out and I just stood there and I was like, so good. Like I just, I, I wasn't ashamed. We had a, we used to go on a mission trip when I was in youth to mm-hmm. Port Gibson, Mississippi every year. It's like the, it was at that time, the poorest county, the poorest state in the U.S. But there was this one guy very similar to Julia. He would, he would always repeat the same thing. And his was, come on. And he had, he was like, I'm not kidding you. The entire church was black except for the pastor and the pastor's son. Oh, no. That's hard they to- were big, like, southern guys, too. So he had, like, a thick, like, southern accent. And he just, like, he was just having the time, whatever. It was a long service. It was four hours long. Oh, but I, I don't know during the service, just during the preaching part, we had counted how many times he'd say, come on. And he would just say like, yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. I've come on. A hundred and seventy something <laughs> times oh, in two hours. We were so like, we couldn't believe it. Like we were crying, like laughing. Cause yeah, we just, cause you know, you're 16 like, years old. And it's you're all just, you can focus on. Exactly. But it was fun. So many pastors, <clears throat> like at, at, uh, Ottawa Valley, like we would sit there and we'd be What like, do you mock me for then? you for is like okay first it was the fits it's still the fits it's still the fits, the fits? Okay. yeah she thinks i have bad style and it's like well what are you wearing? i'm okay, wearing well, jeans outfit, and a jacket is, okay, the apart from the, the shirt the shirt doesn't match well i get that but it's like i gave but away but Leah, like, hear me out hear I me saw, out I hear me out all the memes hear me of out what the hipster youth pastor looks like and they fit your I gave away all my other coats, and this is the only one I have left. Why did you give away all your other coats? Okay, let me tell you some stories. I'm going to tell you one. Okay. In the Bible, (laughs) there's a passage that says um, these people come before the Lord, and and the Lord's like, um, I don't remember the entire story. Anyways, there's a part that says, when I had nothing, when I was naked, you gave me clothes. When I had no food, you gave me food. And he keeps going. And he said, so are you going to get rid of all your food? No. Well, I've done that too. But I met a homeless man one time. He didn't have a coat. Oh, you gave him your coat. So I gave him my coat. Then I met another homeless man and I was wearing another (laughs) coat and I gave him my coat. Then one day. It's the same dude following No, no, no. It was, there was one guy literally just outside the church, another guy downtown. And the last guy was sitting outside Shoppers Drug Mart. And this is my favorite coat. It was my black coat, had a nice fur hood on it. Literally, I loved it so much. I don't think, I don't recall you wearing that coat. That's okay and because i we only see each other when we're inside and we don't see each other when we're outside okay but like everyone leaves like their coats there when they mine's my office so anyways as i meet this guy he's sitting outside it's like minus four and he's in like a spring breaker jacket and the lord spoke to me and was like would you give him your coat and i was like well this is my favorite coat and that that scripture popped into my mind that said when i had nothing when i when i was naked you gave me clothes and he said would you do it for me and I said, well, it's hard to argue with that. And so I said, okay, I'll do it. So anyways, I go outside and I was like, hey man, like, do you need a coat? Like, are you warm? And he goes, oh, I'm freezing. And I was like, okay. So I like, gave him my coat. So anyways, now this is the only one, this is the only coat I have left. It's green kind of and it's plaid. plaid. It's plaid fleecy and I don't know. It's very it nice. It is a nice coat. I just, why it, did you wear like a plain black shirt would suffice, but not the floral. I wore my plain black shirt yesterday. It was Don't dirty. Have multiple men have multiple plain black shirts. Yeah, if but they're I go both into dirty. My brother's closet. There's like a drawer for white shirts. <laughs> Here's the deal. For black shirts. <laughs> Here's the deal. I don't really care about my style that much. So it's, we we've been new. 
I know. So <laughs> that's where I'm at. So it's like, hey, you can yeah, go whatever, with whatever you want. It is yeah. what it is. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good. Nice. Anyways, how um, have you found the last year in quarantine and life and all that? How's it been? Okay, well, at the start of quarantine, I was in Cuba. So, yep. wait, we, you were? What I month did you I went to Cuba in March. Literally, oh, wow. March break no of way. 2020. Okay. We had this plan for months. I was going to miss Prodigy Days at Masters, and I didn't want to do that. I literally was about to tell my mom that I'd rather go there instead. And I remember that. Wow. Yeah, I, I was literally about to tell my mom that, and then Prodigy Days got canceled. So, I, I was like, all right, I'll go to Cuba. So, I went to Cuba, <laughs> and it was... It was like, okay, first of all, I've never seen the ocean before, which is kind of ironic because I used to be a competitive swimmer and now I'm a lifeguard. I'm in water all the time. Nice. Um, but I've never seen the ocean before. So when I got to the beach and I saw the ocean, that was like the most incredible moment. Like, you know, in the movie Madagascar, when Alex sees Africa for the first time, like Alex well, he alive. sees Madagascar. They're no, not attached. No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> The second one, when he goes home. Oh, like, I don't, I don't remember that movie. Not? Wow. Okay, never mind. Anyways, <laughs> it's like that. Is moment. that the one with the clown train? No, that's the third one. Oh, I've seen that one. The third one's not <laughs> as good as the first and second one. Anyways, um, but it felt like that. Anyway, so I kind of got distracted with the fact that a the ocean is there, b it's communist country, so I have to pay per the hour for Wi-Fi. So oh, I only really? got one hour of Wi-Fi a day. My family decided. At around 7 o'clock, which is usually when we get bored, we will go down and we'll pay for an hour of Wi-Fi and we will sit there in the lobby and just enjoy ourselves. So I would check the news kind of every day, but at the same time, it's a communist country. So everything was blocked. I couldn't go on Google. Couldn't check my Google Classroom. I couldn't check Snapchat either. The only thing that worked for me that was like something I'd normally use was Instagram. Not bad. So, and like iMessage, obviously. And so I didn't really know much. I just knew that our trip could be cut short. And if it is cut short, oh. I... Um, so no prodigy days um, and your trip got cut short. Yeah, it got cut short two days. Like they literally said, I was with Sunwing. So Sunwing was literally like, we will literally come and find you wherever you are on this resort. And we will take you home if we hear the borders are closing. In my head, I'm like, the borders closing? What the what, what is happening here? Wow. Meanwhile, Ezra's like coming back with pina coladas in his hand. And he's like, all right, Nalia, let's go see our... There was like this Cuban lady that really liked us and we would talk to her every day. And he's nice. like, let's go visit our Cuban lady. And I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and so, um, but long story short, we did get our trip cut short. So Shoot. that was a little bit of a culture shock because when I came home, everyone's wearing like masks and like getting tested in the airport and i was like you're not sticking a swab of my nose like i was so mad did you get tested i uh, when i got back yeah and before Shoot. my um i had surgery in december so before that as well true really how did it feel like getting it the was test? like somebody poked my brain it was the worst thing <laughs> do you want to <laughs> sneeze when you no, you want to die. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very uplifting day. Like, very it's uplifting. Either, it's either like, I for all this pain, I better be negative, or for all this pain, I better be positive, because at that point, it would be worth nothing because I didn't have it. And it's just like, yeah. it was awful. It, I didn't like it at all. Like someone was touching my brain. I felt like, no, no. they were touching my brain. That's what it was. <laughs> um, but other than that, I decided to like turn my life around a little bit in quarantine. Mm. I started to exercise more. I started to read the Bible more and like just write notes to God and like 
have like kind of a prayer count I guess of who who I want to pray for and then the summer like I went to camp and I spent time with my friends like because where camp is like they didn't even enforce they didn't enforce masks if you walked in with a mask you were being stared at not if you didn't like they're like it was like a different land yeah so that was fun and then I came back to school and then it was like oh this is all over Mm. yeah (laughs) I think the only the hump I had to get over was Cuba where I didn't (laughs) <laughs> really know what was happening and um my boyfriend at the time he called me during the hour he knew i had wi-fi and he's like so my mom's really concerned you're going to be stuck in cuba for the next year and i was Rip. like i was like no i'm i'm not i'm really not and he's <laughs> like i tried calling you before i'm like you know this is when i take the wi-fi with my family and he's like well i just wanted to let you know um that like we can't help you i'm just here to inform i'm like it's okay <laughs> he's okay i will fly my plane down there and come pick you up all on my own he probably does have a plane not gonna lie you're probably right <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that was i i appreciate him caring though mm-hmm. that i would be stuck there yeah but no one else did care they were like wow Malia's in cuba so lucky yeah <laughs> I remember finley was like Malia, so why are you going to cuba like before i left i was like what do you mean he's like do you not notice we are going to be like you're probably gonna be stuck i'm like no i'm not i was about to be but but here we are here not we are. stuck in cuba my brother after <laughs> praise the, the lord like, i'm never leaving the country again that's what my brother said. <laughs> he goes, poor ezra it's okay he hates leaving the country there's uh some nice light conversations nice nice light topics that nalia wanted to talk about today <laughs> no, and i, I want to make sure we get into at least mm-hmm. one of them yeah and, uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. no 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 <laughs> it's good right now. no my no bad. it's all right uh last week i rec- we recorded jerry. with jerry it was like 58 minutes I mean, or something like that 55 you gotta do felt like 10 minutes but we had a really yeah. good it was really good mm-hmm. and so i think there's some really good things to talk about i just don't want to miss them right, right, right so let's just go with the first one so you want to talk about how to navigate trough dry seasons yeah. which i'm assuming you meant to spell through <clears throat> So why did you have to expose <laughs> I just had to go with it. I had to go with it. I saw a moment. Look, Nalia, I only have two weeks. I only have two weeks left to have a platform where I get to do this publicly. So I got to take what I can do and roll with it. It's okay. like, why did you have to Okay. Rejoice in the small things. That's what it's about. Okay. So what's on your heart with that? Um, well, and what is a dry season? Maybe we should start with that. Okay. Okay. A dry season is like when you're not really like feeling like God's presence a lot. And for some people feeling God move and feeling his presence and seeing him like do things like being like, I want you to jump. And he's like, how high or whatever, or vice versa. Like that kind of thing just kind of goes away and it's kind of like quiet. Mm. And so a lot of people do go through dry seasons for me. It's been really tough because the first thing you have to do is admit that you're in a dry season hmm. before you can get through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was like really tough with me. Like it felt like a, a barrier. Like I was trying really hard to get through this wall and I couldn't get through it. Yeah. And so like how to navigate a dry season is a lot of people. Sorry. A lot of people are like, I can't feel God anymore. Like, does he still love me? And I'm like, mm. it's not a matter of because I've been in a dry season for a very, 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 very long time. Mm. Um, but I'm just like, I, I know that from experience that just straying away from God kind of makes things worse. And it's not that he is not there for you. Mm. There's something either that needs to be 
done in your life. I'm not saying you've done a bad thing or done something extremely good or you're missing something, but something either maybe needs to be done or you need to work through it because things like that just happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could and it could happen to anyone who has like the best relationship with God. It could just happen. Um, and so I feel like the best way is to not stray away from God. Like sometimes like for me, with the like, for example, with the junior highs, like I've been doing junior high for like three years now. And throughout that time, I've definitely gone through a few dry seasons. And even though I'm not feeling it, these kids are coming here every week and they're feeling it. Mm-hmm. So it also makes you feel better about your dry season when you get to talk about God to them or when mm-hmm. you answer their questions. And so for me, it's not like fake it till you make it. But for me, it's like you still know that God is good and you still want to show these kids mm-hmm. that God is good. And so for me, that kind of helped me get through it and just kind of staying loyal to him and staying loyal to his word that he has for mm-hmm. us. Yeah, so. that's really good. I remember listening to a speaker one time talk about, um, he was kind of talking about that idea and that topic. And one of the things he said was really interesting. I don't remember the exact scripture, but it was talking about how we can sense God, right? And it's like, but each of us were created with like, even love languages is different, right? Like Julia is very much like a personal, like touch. She's a touch in words of affirmation. Whereas I'm different. I'm not those things, right? Well, one of mine is touch. And so it's just, God's created each of us in our own unique way where we can like sense God in all of our senses, right? So you can sense him by like touch. Like he, it can feel like he's like there, right? Like you feel it. You can, you can sense him by hearing him, right? Either not necessarily the audible voice, but like that voice of God. You can experience God by seeing him. So either like through dreams or visions or through like God's acts or even talks about how when we love each other, it says that will reveal the character in the heart of God, right? Um, and then mm-hmm. we can like, this is a weird one because not a lot of people experience it, but we can actually smell what it's like. Um, and so there's actually this aroma. My friends have been in these places where the spirit of God just like comes in a really mighty way. And there's actually this like fragrant aroma that actually comes and they said that you'll never find anything like it on earth but it's like a a really rich sense of roses it's kind of like how you associate like smells of like Mm -hmm. i don't know like moments in life yeah Yeah. or like i saw this lady on the other day on tiktok and she was like for me like when people speak i see colors Mm. oh sorry yeah for sorry i'll repeat that because i probably wasn't picked up um but this other lady on tiktok i saw and she was like when people speak i see colors so Mm. people's voices i like identify with colors and i was like that's really cool and so it could be something like like that for people yeah there's such a uniqueness in how we were created and it's like sometimes in those dry seasons it's like well this worked for Chantel, so it's gonna work for me and it's Mm -hmm. like well if Chantel is an auditory person and she learns best by hearing right and I'm a, I'm a, I got to have hands-on practical experiences, but I'm trying to just learn by listening. I'm not even functioning in the best way, mm-hmm. the simplest way, right? Yeah. Of how God created me. It doesn't mean I can't hear from him, but in those moments where like life and the world just like comes crashing in, you have to like almost go back to the basics, the simplest way, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And sometimes that's just like, what's the simplest way of hearing from the Lord, right? And it's like, go to that because that's, you'll always find him there. Mm-hmm. So what do you have to say? What yeah. are your thoughts? No, I mean, yeah, I feel like, yeah, God definitely speaks to us all differently because we all have our own unique relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And um, 
yeah, I feel like a lot of people can relate to what you're saying, Lily, about just like being in a dry season and stuff and like how how no one is like exempt from that. I think if you I think in my opinion, like if you start to think that way, then that's oh, kind of dangerous it's to gonna, be it's in that gonna spot. Happen. Yeah. The and so you think you're exempt. Yeah, you have it. to constantly be guarding your heart and your mind, right? And make sure that it is in line with Jesus and stuff and yeah. Yeah. So my question then for you, like, so how do you feel like what's the first step in like kind of feeling like getting out of that dry season for you? That's helped you in your Well, walk? like I said before, I was in denial that that was happening to me. Like I would just like I would just kind of like sit at church, sit in the pews and I would be like, yeah, this is working for me. It's like I'm like people like other people don't really care about my relationship with God, but I do. So am mm-hmm. I really showing other people or am I showing myself? And so that was something that I had to accept a little bit. And like literally weeks before things like that started to happen, I actually went to Woodville to like their youth because I was visiting visiting my cousins and uh, Pastor Natasha. That's her name? Pastor Natasha. <laughs> I've known her for years and I still, because I get her and Pastor Natalie confused all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Rizelle? Yeah. 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 Um, but anyway, so she was talking about how she went through a dry season. And then I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen to me. And, and I was like trying to hide it for myself. Um, and then something else is like to maybe you don't have to like dive into it because it's kind of a little bit scary sometimes. But you still have to keep loving God and you can't mm-hmm. just like turn mm-hmm. your back on him. Sorry, this church has the strangest sounds during the day. It's so funny. It's just um, our fridge. No yeah, big just deal. The fridge just the fridge. <laughs> love it um but um what was i saying oh yeah so it just like you don't necessarily have to dive in but you should stick by god's side and know that you're not like going to leave Mm -hmm. like that's the first step you have to establish yourself in that first and then for me it was like more conquering um had to get over for me i felt like it was like a wall in my head and i had to like break through it but it was like made out of Mm -hmm. bricks and I'm I'm strong, but I'm not strong. So, mm-hmm. um, and so it was like every time I got closer to that wall, for me, it felt like I was like getting sick and nauseous and dizzy. And sometimes, the devil does attack you in those ways. And for me, that's what happened. And I'm not trying to make it look like, oh, I went through this big thing and I conquered it. It's really difficult, honestly. Um, and so, it was just like every time I would like pray and I would get closer and closer to God, the wall became thicker and thicker, and I became physically more just not ill but like i don't know the word for it but exhausted just, yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. exhausted and so it kind of like pushed me away at one point because i'm like if god is making me feel this way mm-hmm. then why do i want to have a relationship with him and so then i had to differentiate the two where it's like yeah i have to keep pursuing god i have to break through the wall so this can stop happening mm-hmm. yet to this day I've broken the few the wall a few times, but it is still very difficult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one thing that uh, I think it's a, it's a, a really simple lie at the end of it all right. that um, these seasons come from God, right? And it's like if we have to trust that He is good, then we have to trust what it says in the Word, and the Word says that every good and perfect gift comes from God. I mean, everything else does not come from God, and so it's like even if you look at the story of Job. God did not put on Job all these plagues. He didn't kill his family. He didn't make him sick to the point of almost dying. He lost everything. It wasn't God that did that, but God permitted it. Mm-hmm. And there's a big difference there, right? And that's, 
And so just to put some truth out there for those of you who might feel that way right now is that God has not brought you into this place. He's allowed it. I don't know why he allows it. I'm not God. I don't have to answer that question. Mm-hmm. That's not my business to answer. Right. But at the end of it, it is, it's, it's, it's from the enemy and we have to look at the accounts in, in the Bible to see that kind of play out. Um, but how, cause I think you're almost alluding to it as you were sharing the but how did that play on your mental health in that time period as well? And, and what was that kind of journey? Oh. Cause it's like, that's kind of like everything compounded, right? Like lockdowns, oh. lots of transition, dry season. So I'm imagining oh, that took played a, a toll, a right? Huge toll. I had lots of breakdowns. I've thrown chairs. It's I've yelled at my family and it's not been good. And mm. I placed that value that I was missing in other people in my life at the time that I was closest mm. to, um, which probably is the reason why they drove away or why things probably didn't work out. But um, but it was just really hard because I was trying to fix it and it just wasn't working. I was throwing things on the wall and it wasn't sticking and I was mm-hmm. really frustrated. And then I thought, well, maybe I need to talk to somebody. Then I put too much of my faith into that person when it, they shouldn't be carrying that. And it was just really, it was not pretty. There was good times in lockdown and there was a lot of bad times as well mm-hmm. um, in regards to that. Yeah. And so what does that look like now? Like, how are you in like, by all means, like share as much as you're comfortable with, but kind of where are you now along that process and how are, are things for you? Well, first I had to realize that I have to stop, um, kind of stringing people along and it's not, it's making us, um, you're popular today. No, it's my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I'm unpopular because it's my wife, but. (laughs) <laughs> for those of you who could hear the it's buzzing my wife. <laughs> yes <laughs> um but anyways uh for me it was more like trying to focus more on myself and seeing what i needed so mm-hmm. i ended like for example i was in a relationship and i ended that um so i can focus more on myself i felt it was the best thing not only for me but for both of us as the way we were treating each other wasn't in mm. what God wanted to do or what yeah. God wanted to happen. Um, There's a few friends that were not making me feel good. And so once I started with that, and those were usually the people that I put my faith in, and that's, I I totally will say that's my fault starting that. But mm-hmm. there's other things too, but I don't want to get into that. That's just petty. Um, But once I started doing that, I realized, okay, well now after these big kind of distractions or these big things are not, good for me are gone now i have to like actually focus on myself and i just started there and i started um and i started waking up in a better mood i think the next day i woke up in such a good mood after Mm -hmm. like i i ended things because i knew like it was a start for me to grow Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. since then i have grown i've um for me motivation was never an issue but during that dry season motivation my schoolwork motivation and working out motivation Mm -hmm with God, all of that went away. And it just slowly started coming back. So that was really good for me. I started being nicer to people around me. Like, I'm a nice person, but I'm also a very petty person at times. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so, or I make a lot of jokes and sometimes people don't receive them well. Um, and so that is something that uh, I started to change. I started changing the way I treated others on the outside and it changed how I felt on the inside. And it 
motivated me to do better and it motivated me to start doing things in my own personal life that will help me succeed in my mm. relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That's awesome. That's cool. What are That's your cool. thoughts on that? Everything that she shared. Yeah. Something? I mean, I think what sticks out to me from what you were saying is like you recognized the things that weren't good for you in your life and you recognize like, you know, I need to cut it off with this person. I need to. And one of the things you said is like, your friends weren't making you feel good. And so you had to step away from them. And so I think that is a great start. And I think um, that takes a lot of strength too to do that. Like mm-hmm. it's not easy sometimes to like cut people off from your life. I have had to do that too a few times in my life and it is never like pretty. Oh, it's like it's like never it's easy, worse right? Worse than a breakup, honestly. Yeah, no, I've totally, I totally resonate with that. And so like, I think that's really great that you recognize that and that actually helped you mm. in your first mm-hmm. steps to, like, a better mental health and a better relationship with God. And that's good. I think, yeah, I, I didn't really learn that until later in my life. So you're kind of young to, like, learn all that, mm-hmm. which is awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, like, what was funny, too, is after, like, I cut certain people off, people who I, well, definitely I was... I was hurt by them, but they came back into my life and we started fresh and it was a lot healthier than it was before. And Mm -hmm. it just showed me that maybe it's not the end for certain relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, I can definitely still be friends with people again, but it just shows that space is like, it just kind of taught me a valuable lesson that sometimes all people need is space. Like Mm -hmm. those people I've been friends with, like my entire like childhood up until like grade 10 and then after i went through some things in my own personal life and we didn't talk and we just cut each other off and then they came back and i was like all right so this is this is a new season in my life so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i'm not gonna yeah. like we don't hold each other uh, like we don't do that to each other anymore like in the end we like agree to disagree we all apologize but they still think what they want to think and i still think what i want to think which is fine but we're not gonna let that get in our way again like that Mm -hmm. which was nice Mm -hmm. to learn that i can have a healthy relationship with people um but yeah (laughs) yeah and like every relationship will go through like those bumps and hard times Mm -hmm. and like it's just whether you're you guys are willing to work it out together or not really is what it comes down to you know yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah that's (laughs) awesome the uh yeah thank you for sharing both of you that was really good i'm not gonna add too much because i think what Chantel said was really good so but i also want to hear your thoughts on this third topic that you wrote free will oh okay i'm i'm very curious to hear (laughs) what and why you wanted to share about that today okay so i've used this theory on people who are non-christians especially because at my old high school a lot of people because i've known them since i was like in first grade and then we went to high school together yeah um they would like ask me questions about god and like free will or Mm. had this one friend and he would be like well god if god gives us free will or like why would he give us free will and then let all these things happen and i was like Okay, so listen. So this is Isn't that the definition of free will? Like Like that's what I'm okay. God yeah. gave us free will and then all these things happen. Yeah. And he's like hmm. he's like, and if God is so good, then why did you let all these things happen? And I'm like, Okay, well oh, I love that here, question. So here's what I, <laughs> I love that question. I hate it. But um here's 
what I explained. So in elementary school, there's these books, and you get to choose the path you want to take, how the story will end. Like it'll be. Oh, like, those books were dope. Yeah. Choose I your know. own adventure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Choose your own adventure. I don't know. And so I would say, free will is like the choose your own adventure books, mm. or like if like, and then they're like, okay, well if I'm gonna sin and God knows I'm gonna sin, I'm like, yeah, it's like the adventure book. The author knows how each story is gonna end, but doesn't know the one you're going to choose and that's free will hmm. or maybe he or maybe they do know which one you're going to choose but they definitely know the outcome yeah. of both choices um mm-hmm. that's why they wrote them in there mm-hmm. and that to me is free will because god if god wanted robots this is what my cousins say to me all the time they're like if god wanted robots they he would make robots that's what they would say to me all the time yeah it's so annoying um yeah. but it's true and he wants to see who's truly going to love him. And he gave us a free will, which is definitely <laughs> way more than generous. Um, mm. He gave us the, I just, I just say it like he gave us the adventure books. There are two choices you can make or multiple choices you can make throughout the book. And the author notes how each one is going to play out because they wrote it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they don't know which one you're going to choose, mm. which yeah. is free will, which is, which I kind of see it that way. And once I kind of like, thought of it that way it's been a lot easier for me to like answer that question to people because they like understand it like the author Mm. wants to see the one your heart is truly content with the author wants to see where your heart is leading you to the end of the story yeah Mm -hmm. i'll I'll let you go first Chantal. what are your thoughts on i think that's cool that you have that tool Mm -hmm. readily available like in the back of your mind when your friends do ask you about it i feel like from just from how you're talking about it, I feel like you definitely have had these conversations <laughs> before with your friends, which is, it's good that you know how to answer it. You're kind of like being an apologetic, apologetic? Apologist. Apologist. Because <laughs> you're like, that's what it is, right? You're defending the word and, and you're defending God. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of like, I also see it this way. When I was a kid, my parents, I one time at school, I think I literally let these kids like beat up my brother because I knew what he did was wrong. And my dad, I <laughs> came home that night and my dad was like, Nalia, I don't care what he did. He's like, he's your brother. I don't care how mad you are. You are going to defend him no matter what. And he said, Aww. and he said, even if it's at home, I don't care what you're going to do. And like, I took that with me. And it's kind of like the same with, god for me like i it doesn't matter how mad i am with god or how my relationship is with god i will i will talk about the bible and i will like defend the word and which is what's something i kind of go by Mm -hmm. especially with my brother i've never let that happen again yeah they were so mad (laughs) that's such a cool example yeah like of like that is so cool because that's exactly what it's like for god and us right like yeah you're def- even though you don't understand every single thing about your brother probably you're still gonna defend him you mm-hmm. know what i mean yeah. yeah so that's so cool and he'll do the same for me like last night yeah. he found i hope my mom doesn't listen to this but <laughs> last night um, should, should, should you share it then i'll share it it's whatever um it's not that big of a deal but last night so every night i go into my brother's room i don't care what he's doing i say good night ezra i love you and he goes good night Nalia, i love you and i shut the door Aww. So i went i finished doing my <laughs> nighttime routine i opened the door because i knew my parents were asleep so i didn't want them to wake up because he shares the floor with my parents like, i'm in the basement so i don't care what happens but anyways i open the door softly and he's literally 
killing himself laughing. And I'm like, what is that? What are you eating? And I'm like, I can't see it. And he's like, it's a powdered donut. And I was like, where did you get the box powdered donuts? He's like, mom, hit them from us because she knows we're going to eat them. He said, take five and then go. I said, okay. Five. (laughs) (laughs) And we don't talk about it. We just don't talk about it. Yeah. So. Did he hide the donuts under his bed? He hides cinnamon toast crunch and donuts in his closet. Exposed. Exposed. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Sorry, Ezra. He hides, he hides food in his closet. You should have just said generous. it's in an undisclosed location. Right. Gone it's really sneaky with it. Yeah. Not anymore. It's out there for the world. So I know where I'm gonna go if I ever go visit <laughs> Nalia's house. Yeah. Ezra's closet. If you want all the good food. Yeah, I'm gonna sneak off to the bathroom and. <laughs> Come back with some donuts. Plan to protect, <laughs> though, you know? Yeah, if he ain't in there, it's a, it's a valid room to enter. It's true. <laughs> it's true. No, I think, I think what you're talking about with free will, though, is like one of the... It's probably one of the most common questions, I would say, yeah. that gets oh, brought up among so um, it was so annoying everybody. To mm-hmm. It was so annoying. And, and I'm, a, I'm learning more and more about myself. I'm a really simple person and, um, in a way that if I can find an answer within scripture, it doesn't mean that I have to go then beyond that and get into like deep philosophical things in order to find an answer for something because the simplicity of the gospel is good enough for me. Right. And so when I understand free will, I understand it like this because there's accounts throughout the Bible in the new and the old Testament where it says that God gave them over to the wicked thoughts or God gave them over to the depravity of their minds or God gave them over to their selfish desires. Right. And it's like even his own people, right? The Israelites, his chosen people. Every time God was like, hey, I love you and I'm going to show you how much I love you. And they're like, oh, God, we love you. And then they're like a a hot second later. Mm -hmm. You know what? We don't love you. (laughs) We're going to go build a calf. We're going to go do this. Like they complained all the time. They got mad at God for the things. And God's just like, hey, I love you. And they're like, nah. Right. And it's like, but every time. God continued to just show them yeah. and every time it's then up to them to decide what they do with it. Yeah. That's this because then it also talks about, and this is where people get kind of weird. It talks about in the new Testament, how the Holy spirit calls us, which he does. The Holy spirit is the one that saves us, which he does and then redeems us, which he does. But the first one where he calls us, people are like, Oh, he's manipulating my free will. And it's like, <laughs> that's first of all, no, that's just wrong. First of all, you can choose. Second of all, it's a choice, Be right? Called. It's like if I yeah. present you with a box of Little Caesars or a box of Domino's pizza oh, and I say you have to make the choice, but they're both there, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's the simplicity of it. And God is God continues to reveal himself to people yeah. through, it might be through somebody sharing so the gospel. Good. It might be through a dream. It might be through, right? It might be through Julia. It might be through whatever. <laughs> But at the end of it all, if they're like, you know what? And I've heard this so many times. It's really sad. People are like, you know what? I don't want God. I don't want that. I'm okay and, and I'm content with it. And gave us the choice to do that. Right. But it's yeah. like, so So at the end of it all, then people are like, well, why do bad things happen? It's like, <laughs> you've, you've rejected the one who is good, right? It says that God is good. Mm-hmm. So anything not from God is not good. So we can't mm-hmm. say that all evil things come from God. Mm-hmm. God just allows it. Why? Because he allows us to make our own decisions. Yeah. So we can allow him to make some decisions. Yeah. I was talking to. I was talking to a young adult yesterday. He's not a believer, but he was asking literally this question. And I use the example of <clears throat> if I don't know Jesus and I don't have really that that uh at the end of it all you get into morality, I'm not trying to get into that. But if there's nothing really stopping me from stabbing you, 
and I use stabbing because it's an extreme example. I would never stab anybody. <laughs> so that's why I use it, right? For it's a pretty, record. pretty simple one, but it makes the extreme point. <clears throat> All right. Um, so if I just choose to stab you, really, who decided, who made me do that? Right. Was it God being like, hey, go stab this person? No. no. Mm-hmm. Right. Was it the enemy? Yes. Right. And it was like because I had to believe a thought that was not pure, meaning that it was evil. And if it's evil, it either came from myself or from the enemy. And so bada bing, bada boom. You got people stabbing people. Why? Because they don't know any different. Right. It's mm-hmm. just like they just hear it. And they think that it's right and they do it. Right. Yeah. But it's like once you're saved, it actually says that the Holy Spirit will, will reveal to us in our consciousness about the seriousness of sin. Right. And so it's like, so when you're saved, when you come to Christ, your own brain now has the ability to really see and recognize, oh, shoot, what I'm doing is wrong. Not even just stabbing people, but because obviously I think everybody more or less knows that that's wrong. But it comes down to like the other things. Right. Was the sibling with the knife. It's okay. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never (laughs) had that happen. (laughs) I've, I've been chased though. That, I've I've never had that happen to me and I've never done it, but I know that my uncles and my dad, like one time my dad almost threw my uncle off a balcony. Okay, like, well that's scary. Yeah, because I got sib- chased by somebody. Get you there. Oh, it wasn't a sibling. They were kind of like siblings, but I stole this girl's volleyball and I was at her brother's house. We were playing Halo. This is like, I'm not even kidding. I was grade seven, maybe grade six. She chased me around one of those like butcher block knives, like the big chunk. And I don't really know what she was going to do. She was such a sweet person. So nice. But she goes, give me my volleyball back. And I was like, no. And then <laughs> just came back and she wasn't a believer. So I totally understand why she did it. That's probably the only time I've had experiences with knives <laughs> in a non-healthy way outside of the kitchen. I, That's where did wow. that way. I, think the, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be the sibling with the knife, but I've definitely, I've definitely done some damage. Like I was literally driving one time and I was literally reversing and my brother pulled the key out of the ignition. I don't I know what happens to your car. And yeah, I, what happens? It just, just probably stops. It just stops. And I'm in mid reverse. This is like a busy Sunday. Like I was here. I was at church reversing. And so I turned around and I punched him right in the face. That's not a good thing to oh. do. I shouldn't have done it, <laughs> but it got my point across. Hey, for those of you listening, punching your siblings, not it's not, a good not the good thing do to do. Not yeah, do disclaimer. It. Do We're going to put a, try this at home. a PG-13 sticker on this. I'm literally like in charge of the car at that point. An and E. We need a little E on this podcast. Oh, that's true. Explosive. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but don't, but don't do it at home. I'm just, just saying. Don't, just don't at punch least people. don't pull out the knife. It's not good. Don't be the or same with the knife. knives with words. Well, I heard a good quote the yeah, other so day. Yes, let's go somewhere good. No, I heard a quote and it w- actually like blew my mind. I'm like, wow, how have I never thought of this before? And it was it said something along the lines of like, everybody wants to believe in God when there's bad things happening and mm. blame it on him. Mm. But then whenever there's good things happening, they, they don't, don't they pretend credit. he doesn't exist and don't yeah. believe in him. Yeah. So it's like yeah. you can't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so that was like, whoo. And I heard a philosopher, good. I was listening to this guy one time, really smart. And he goes, you know, at the end of it all, if, if, if we're learning about who God is based on, you know, Christians and what they're saying, mm. then he's like, then we have to take that when their Bible says that God is good. And this is an atheist. And he said, that's who God is, right? Because he's like, we can't create another version of God that fits our own ideas. And so if they're saying that God is good based on scripture, he said, then that's the the standard that we need to look at. Yeah. And it was going on that same point of like, why do we just blame God? Like my mom died or my dog died. Oh, it's God's fault. He took them away. 
right? Oh, but it's I like, definitely is that the that. case? I have a whole theology on resurrection and how people podcast. die. That's a whole other <laughs> podcast. Like I, um, I talk about that for <laughs> yeah. go I raise the dead. Jesus said, do it. <laughs> Friends, if you're listening to this, go raise the dead. Oh, amen. Just don't amen. go. I just wouldn't go to a cemetery at night. I just, I, those, yeah, are, I, those are the, yeah. okay. The, okay. This is my, this is my last story. And then I think we should wrap up. <laughs> I think we should wrap up, but, but, but I didn't mean to interrupt, but you're talking about cemeteries. I was reading oh. the Bible in Bible school, right? Okay. Very good. Yes. Thank you. That was a good time to read it. Only in Bible school. That's when I started. That's it. <laughs> I kept reading it after, but I read the story of the resurrection and I think it's the accountant, maybe John or Matthew. I don't remember. And it says that when Jesus rose from the grave, that there were others, I don't remember the number, 40, maybe more, freaking dead people that also resurrected See, I didn't hear and that walked part. out of their graves. I didn't hear that part of the story. And just showed up, right? So it's like, I don't know. I don't know anyone who's died in my family. So I use my mom. My mom's still alive. But if my mom died, Wait a minute. and then she just showed up being like, look at what Jesus has done. He conquered death and he's got the victory. How the heck do you argue that? You know, sorry if that was loud in anyone's ears. But how do you argue (laughs) that Jesus is like there's witnesses to that? There were 500 witnesses to him being alive. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's just like that's nonsense in a beautiful way. You know, Mm -hmm. sorry, I got a little excited. But no, it's okay. I love resurrection. It's going to be great. Gracious (laughs) day when people rise from their graves. So good. Like because before you're talking about like people blame God. I also personally believe that people will read the Bible and then on top of that, they will like pick and choose what they want to use out of it, which is really annoying, especially that phrase. And honestly, I've been one of those people where like um, when I was little, my sister died and I was just like, it's God's fault. Mm-hmm. My whole family's ruined. It's God's fault. Mm-hmm. And I just kept doing that over and over again. But my parents never once said that either themselves. Mm-hmm. And it was a more them thing than it was a, a me thing and an Ezra thing. And so, but that is what I did. And I did that growing up. And mm-hmm. that's just like picking and choosing what you want to use from the Bible. It's like, it's like when you're studying and you're like, well, I'm going to pick this. And then you go to the test mm-hmm. and you didn't study it because you picked and choose what you wanted that's to a study. Good example. <laughs> yeah. That's not how it works yeah. <laughs> because then you get screwed over. And trust me, everyone has done it. Everyone's been like, well, I know this one or I don't need it. It's not going to be there because you didn't teach it to us really now that's how i got a 35 on an a anatomy <laughs> test one time <laughs> only test i failed in university that badly wow class I average was uh 43 you're kidding oh no it's not good some girl got 100 percent. so like the professor's like i can't even bell curve this or remove questions because oh he's like that's God. not fair to her and i was like dang wow why did you have to do why did you have to do so good <laughs> exactly i'm like why couldn't you suck like the rest of us yeah honestly there was one class in high school we sucked so bad on the exam that they removed it from our like the exam the it final happens. exam it happens i was like it was grade nine geography <laughs> oh my goodness grade nine geography was so hectic at one point i asked my teacher to bump me up five percent and he did. Just because? What? And he did. Why what, are you just that was how I got so mad because, so the one teacher was fired because he was making some racist remarks to kids in the hallway. Um, anyways, so we had a supply for the rest of the year. And so the one supply came and I said, my mark before he left was this. And it was like 5% higher. And I was like, give me the 5%. And I argued with him until we got up there. <laughs> and I was good and I walked wow. away. 
wow. you know you got that's how hectic that class was so i was not surprised when they removed the exam mm-hmm. from class that's amazing yeah if everyone did that yeah i think strong. this is a good time to end <laughs> yeah not in a bad way we've just been going for quite some time real fast and went by real fast that's what i'm saying but nalia is going to pray for us in a moment mm-hmm. but i just wanted to say um thank you to nalia for just um, being on our team for the last couple of years that julie and i have been here and uh we've been really encouraged i know you've gotten to really know julia the last little bit you actually worked for her and um, got to spend some time with her but we've been i'm really encouraged just by your heart and just uh seeing how you've grown and seeing the love that you have and um, we're excited for you just to see how you continue to grow and continue to love mm-hmm. and continue to learn. And so uh, we just want to thank you for, for that. Thank you for loving us, even when it was not so easy to do that. Because <laughs> um, I know it's not always easy, and we talked about that. But um, we really appreciate you. We really love you. And, um, yeah, we're excited to see whatever comes next. So thank you for joining yeah. us today. Thank you. I just wanted to say thank you for letting me come here and kind of be a bit of a loose cannon so <laughs> hey no problem that's what we do here on whippy christian students podcast <laughs> <laughs> anyway to rate this one an uh, e. no not an e that's everyone pg-13 right that's what we'll do so if you're under 13 stop listening but no i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm just <laughs> kidding it's too end. late um but Nalia, would you just close and uh bless the folks who are listening and bless us uh in prayer all right it'll be great all right Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for this lovely day for me, Jacob, and Chantel to get together. Uh, thank you for all the students who are listening to the podcast mm-hmm. right now. Uh, just bless every single one of them. Uh, bless Jacob as he transitions into a new chapter in his life. And bless Chanel as she transitions mm-hmm. into a new chapter in her life as well. Help the students to be welcoming and help online youth in junior high to be no more. Um and even during these tough times, please mm-hmm. uh, feel everybody with motivation and everybody with strength and courage to take this on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Well, thank you for joining us today. We no hope problem. that uh, you guys learned something. Um, <laughs> and we hope that you guys were encouraged as well. So uh, if you haven't liked and subscribed already, do that. And we got a couple more episodes of wow. this season and then we're done. Wow. So we will see you guys next week wow. with another episode. And take care. See you guys.